Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to be joined with Rhonda Crockett Logue. And Rhonda is a naturally gifted healer who has been helping others for many years. She holds a master's of arts degree in social work, and she is certified as an emotion code and body code practitioner, a crystal healer, crystal reader and spontaneous transformation practitioner. Rhonda previously worked 20 plus years assisting youth and families within the foster care system. And in 2012, Rhonda began her own journey of healing and enlightenment. And she then became aware of her divine talents and gifts. Welcome Rhonda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored that you're here with me. And I have so many things that I want to talk to you about. So so I, I read your bio. Um, and, and the main reason, there's many things in there that I'm interested in. But the main reason that I wanted you to come on the show and, and to share um, your story is actually sharing your story and sharing your son Jeremy's story. So Jeremy... Um, is your was 18 years old in um, 2016 when he was unfortunately killed in a car accident. And the coincidences, I mean, the, the more I looked into your information, Rhonda, it was just like, oh my goodness, because Jeremy's transition was 620 of 16 and my daughter's was 66 of 08. So it was eight years your son's passing was eight years after my daughter's passing. Um, and, and for me, the number eight, I don't know if numbers mean anything to you, but for me, the number eight is, is always a sign of infinity. And it's like, well, isn't that just a, a coincidence? Your son was 18 and my daughter was 18. Um, and I just think that that divine guidance just, you know, brings us together. So, um, so that will be the crux of what we talk about, um, because so many through that tragedy and through through the um, transitioning of your son. And I love the language that you use around um, your son and his transitioning. That will be the crux of what we are talking about today. So first, I just want to say to you, my heart to your heart, mother to mother, my arms wrapped around you and um, much love because it's it's the hardest thing ever for a parent to go through. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. And, and numbers are important to me as well. Um, you know, very significant. Um, Jeremy's favorite number was number 12. <laughs> so that just always stands out to me. Um, I'm just so noticeable of, you know, when 12 pops up, it's like, Oh, okay, Jeremy, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. And that's right. And I forgot about that because as we were talking, we did a little, cause I, I really don't, I usually know my, well, I shouldn't say usually, but oftentimes I know my guests fairly well. And Rhonda, I don't know you at all. I mean, I know your husband, but if I hadn't had, 
had seen your picture, I would not have known who you were. So there's, there was a conversation that you and I had so I could get to know you a little bit better and know what was going on here. And you had shared then that the number 12 was Jeremy's favorite number. And I thought, well, isn't that a funny little coincidence? Because 21 is actually one of my favorite numbers. And 21 is just the reverse of 12. And 12s and 21 show up everywhere in my world. And then it just so happens that Jeremy's favorite number is 12. And it's like, there, you you just get to a point where you you know to your bones that there is something very powerful happening in this world and none of it is by accident or by mistake. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. there's so yeah. much going on that we're just not aware of with our earth minds. <laughs> but right. I've learned so much since Jeremy's transition about you know so much going on within this world um i've been really amazed um i don't think you've shared yet you know that i did channel a book um yes uh, that jeremy you know he provided the information for me and um it's just been an amazing journey um i didn't understand everything that he was sharing with me at the time as I was putting it down in the book, but as time's gone on since then, you know, it, it's made a lot of sense mm. um, to me. So, yeah. yeah, it's been an interesting yeah. journey. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. So that's where I would love to start with you. So how how did you, because if I understand this correctly, that even as mm-hmm. Jeremy was transitioning, that he he even contacted you then, that you knew something was going on. Is that correct? Um, yes, uh, a, a year or so before he transitioned, um, well, I should start back just a little bit before that, when I kind of was going through my healing, um, of myself a few years before that, I, I learned to listen. I learned to listen to divine guidance, to hear, and I don't consider myself a psychic or anything like that. I just paid attention and I listened and so um, about a year before Jeremy transitioned I could hear Mother Mary and she was preparing me she was giving me information preparing me for a tragic event Mm -hmm. and I really thought it was more going to be like an earthquake or you know you know flood or something like that And, and so in fact it wasn't it was my son passing but what her message was to me was um, was that I would lead people. I would reassure everyone that everything's okay, um, just to really have strong faith, believe in our maker, and just to guide people through, you know, the tragic yeah. event. So then my son passed, her transition, and... Um, and I knew that's what she was talking about. And I wow. could hear Jeremy right away. Um, he was a bit lost like I was, and it's not so easy to talk about. Um, but he, he kept providing me with messages to share with, you know, his siblings and, and his dad. And just um, wanted us, wanted to reassure us that he was fine. Yeah. Um, 
And he, he would say, you know, don't grieve too long for me because I want you to live your life. Yeah. And just to let us know he never went anywhere, you know, that he was still here with us. And so, you know, she would continue to share messages. And after a few months, after he had transitioned, she said, Mom, I want to share this with more people, you know, to help us to live better lives here on earth, to mm. live more from a heavenly perspective. And I said, Jeremy, I don't know anything about writing a book, and I don't like to write anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it, his, he said, well, contact Louise Hayes. <laughs> and oh. So anyways, I did, um, but she was in retirement at that time. So, um, oh, wow. so, he, so Rhonda, he I'm going to interrupt you. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry. I'm going to interrupt you for one second because I, I think I missed that. You said, so Jeremy told you to contact Louise Hay? Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love that. So and then I, after that, I was so busy making sure that I was able to clarify that. I didn't catch what you said after that. So you were able to, to okay. contact? Well, I sent her a message, but her staff had said that she was on re in retirement um, so that um, she couldn't respond. And um, this was before I even started the book. And um, they uh, referred me to their author's writing um program which i wasn't really interested in in doing that um so i just proceeded to continue to write down what jeremy shared as we developed the book and um he just in his book he just i i know it really was for me <laughs> you know to help me to overcome you know all that had happened um so that i could get on with my life and so that i could rise above and you know live joyously like we're all supposed to live and right. and um help other people to do the same right. so um in his book he just really wanted everyone to know that your heavenly loved ones do not go anywhere. They're right there with you. Mm -hmm. um, when you quiet your mind, you can hear them. Um, some people can see them. And he also wanted to help us remember who we are. You know, that we are divine beings. We are here to you know, live joyous lives, you know, and just really reconnect with that part of us. Yeah. Um, so it, it just turned out to be a beautiful book. And we launched it uh, Thanksgiving Day um, in 2018. Oh. And right before Louise Hay passed, um, uh, it was maybe a few days before that, Jeremy's telling me, he's like, you got to send a copy. It was just a rough draft. You got to send a copy to all, you know, the the relatives and um, and to Louise Hay. And um, I'm like, okay, Jeremy, okay. You know, we had the rough draft, draft um, created. 
and um, and then Jer uh, then Louise Hay ended up passing like mm. a day or two days before I sent it. I had emailed it out to her. And I'm like, oh, oh right. Okay. Right. So, oh, bomber. Totally a bomber on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my but, goodness. But I, I, really, I really felt as though um, it was maybe for her staff, you yeah. know, for her, her you know, the, lo- the people that loved her to help them, you know, yeah. as well with Louise's transition. Right. So. right because there's no accidents. And after everything nope. that, that you had gone through, everything that you've received, all the information from Jeremy, that there are no accidents. So absolutely. I mean, beautiful to be able to help out her staff. And um, because losing her would have been right. I mean, they had been with her for a long time and she was just such a powerhouse in the, in, in the right. transformational world. So um, yeah, what a beautiful gift that ended up being anyways. And, it, and on a grander level than what we could have ever expected. So, Rhonda, I wanted I wanted to ask you. So, about Jeremy personally, was was he a pretty spiritual young man? Um, not to the point where you know we went to church or did anything like that. But he he had a knowing of certain things that we could not explain um when he was younger um and we were driving to the bus stop and he was you know five years old and we passed a car that had an accident and he's like mom I can see the lady um rising above her car (laughs) oh wow and then the person did pass you know um during the accident or when he was younger than that, you know, he was probably about, well, maybe three or four. And he um, just started doing these spit wads, you know, like little kids do. <laughs> yeah. You know, just put this paper in your mouth and you spit. And, and I'm like, <laughs> where'd you learn that from? And, and he said his friend, Charlie, had taught it to him he had you know a spirit friend an imaginary friend um and i i never you know told him that wasn't true you know i i just allowed him to be and his as he got older you know in middle school um kids would pick on him and Mm. he could care less (laughs) he's like whatever you know he was living as his truth you know, authentic self. Um, And teachers either loved him or hated him, you know, because he wasn't compliant with things he knew that wasn't true. He had had a a really good awareness of of what was real in this world and what was not. And he would even talk and say things. And I'm like, okay, Jeremy, whatever, you know, because it was above my head. <laughs> right, yeah. So he was considered an indigo child and, okay. um, you know, here to enlighten us, you know, which he did. And yeah. so he he was a neat kid. 
Right. Right. Now, are, are, because you have um, five children total, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So, so the other four, are they similar in that regard? Or is there just something that there was just something that I just always sensed about Jeremy? And, and I don't know, maybe that's not mm -hmm. even a, a fair question, but it, it's such a, I, I just love tapping into this, how he is so 100% so completely connected to you and all of the, because I think these things are available to us. And I, I think if we're yeah. alert, we can see them. And even when our kids are little, if we listen to what they're saying, and, and unfortunately we get busy with our lives and going to work right. and cooking dinner and all, and, and we miss the messages for these, from these little ones. So for Jeremy to say, you know, mom, I can see this woman's body rising above the car. It's like, wow. You know, I mean, and, and I think back to my years when I was a young parent, if my kids would have said that, I would have been like, what is wrong with you? Because I was nowhere close mm -hmm. to being awake or enlightened or knowing anything other than get up and get to work and do what you're supposed to do. And, you know, that's it. You know, about my other children, were they, you know, like Jeremy? I think for my first two, I was more a super busy mom um, yeah. and probably missed a lot of it. Um, I know my second child, Nicholas, is very much like and um, he had a difficult time transitioning here to earth. Um, mm -hmm. So he struggled. I understand more, a lot more now than I did then and probably did not handle it, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, as the best that I could have. But um, he, he's a people. It's so funny. People follow him mm. and they look up to him. And, and he's like, oh, whatever, but he's a leader and right. um, he, he's a, a person that guides and um, my two youngest um, that are 18, they're my twin daughters, oh. they um, are pretty enlightened uh, because I became more enlightened throughout their years that, you know, they know Jeremy's here, you know, they... Um, they know he's fine and, and they've yeah. done well with Jeremy's transition. Um, so I've gotten better as a parent throughout the years, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not, I probably didn't pick up so much on the wonderful gifts, you know, that my first two had to share, you know, just so busy with life and all. Right. Being a mother. But they're right. all special. All very special. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I never mean for it to sound like, you know, is one better than the other? N nothing like that. But I just no, know in my no. own personal life and I just have the two children and uh, my daughter and mm -hmm. son, they, I mean, day and night difference, stark differences. Um, and, and I just know that I missed so many signs and especially with my son who I just know that I missed all of these signs because it was like, I'm busy. I don't have, and it's like, oh, mm -hmm. if I could do it all over again and, and be able to be in that place to do it, to do it better. So, um, all of a sudden we're going to start running out of time here, Rhonda. So I want to ask you one question before we start bringing this, bringing this in for a, for a landing, 
And, and then if you would be willing to come back next week and continue this conversation, because I'm telling you, I swear, I just started scratching the surface and time is up. It's at Carol Burnett. I'm going to have to start singing the Carol Burnett song because it's just like, boom, <laughs> we're out of time. So if you would be willing to come back next week and continue this conversation, would you be willing to do that? Of course. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. So then I'm going to ask this question before we start winding everything down. So one of the things that I'm curious about is um, Jeremy channeled this book to you. And I want to really get into that more when we come back for this um, second part. But before, before that, had you ever had that experience before? I mean, did you, had you ever channeled anything before? Did you even, because I, I really didn't know much about channeling. Maybe 20 years ago, I got introduced to it, but I don't know if I ever really truly believed it. And then as time goes on, I believe it more and more and more, but I've never had an experience like you, like you have had. So mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's, I'm wondering if you've ever channeled before and how did you feel about channeling prior to um, Jeremy's transitioning? Well, um, I, I was listening you know, before Jeremy transitioned, because I heard Mother Mary, um, my mom, her boyfriend had transitioned, I could hear him. So when I get into, you know, killing myself, you know, about eight years ago, I just yeah. became open to healing modalities and just being open to whatever, you know, to help myself. So I was pretty open at that point in time. And, um, and then when Jeremy passed, it just kind of continued, you know, I could hear him and it, it felt normal to me. Um, not so normal to, you know, a couple of my kids, my two older son, sons, you know, they still kind of think, you know, it's a little weird. Um, right. but I was, I you know, my husband supported me and he liked hearing the messages from Jeremy. Jeremy's girlfriend, you know, liked hearing the messages. Um, so um, it was, it seemed normal to me. What yeah. was difficult is the people that didn't think it was so normal. Right. That was a little bit difficult to deal with, you know, because I was going through my own stuff and then to have people say, oh, you know, that's not true or whatever that was a bit difficult and in right. fact the, on the year anniversary of jeremy passing it's like my ears started to plug <laughs> it was almost oh. for a year yeah it's almost for a year my ears were kind of closed almost like i would hear underwater and i knew that i had a lot to do with you know you got to finish the book and and um not listen to other people <laughs> wow <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, then my ears cleared up a year later, you know, with the assistance of a real good healer friend and went on with life. <laughs> wow. Isn't that, it? it is just so, these, I just love everything about your story and I didn't know anything about this and I just love this. And isn't it so true how, how the body will just say, all right, well, I won't listen to the stuff that I don't need to know because the things that I do need to know, I don't even have to hear with my ears. And one of the things that you and I do have in common and, and with your husband also, um, Terry, is um, Mary Morrissey. 
and uh, Life Mastery Consultants. And I know that was one of the things. And when I first heard Mary say that is um, we didn't manifest ears so we could hear the outside world. We manifested ears so we could hear us. And I, it took me a long time to really get what she was saying with that. But that's exactly, and, and to me, that's exactly what the closing of the ears m- meant. Like my ears are plugged to right. what these outside sources are saying, you know, the, the good opinion of others. And I'm listening within because I know those are where the answers are really, truly coming from that, that are serving me. Oh, I just right. love it. We have so much more to talk about. Oh, my gosh. I know. Does time just fly by? It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. So I know for sure that before we end this call, that there's some kind of a special offer that you would like to um, offer the listeners. Can you share that with us, please? Sure. Um, yes, we have, you know, I have Jeremy's book. Jeremy shares his love from above um, along with his workbook. You know, his, his book really tells a lot about, you know, helping us to reconnect to us. It also helps you to connect with your heavenly loved ones and a little bit of, you know, helping you to grieve um, and move past, you know, and live in, you know, live a joyous life, the one we're supposed to live. But I also have a workbook that will really accept writing activities in it that will help you to process really well you know, going through the grieving process, letting go to ultimately getting to, you know, living your best life. Um, So I have this bundle, the book and the workbook on my website, sprinklingsunshine.com, available um, right now for $19.97. So that is for anyone that is interested. um, That will be available um, for about the next week. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, and I will make sure that all of that information goes into the show notes. So anybody who missed that, do not panic. It will be in the show notes. Um, and so you'll be able to easily access the um, Jeremy's book that he channeled and then the companion workbook that goes alongside with that. So thank you so much for um, offering this special, this special deal. It's, it's so Wonderful of you to do that. And, and I know that I will absolutely be purchasing these. So so as we wind this down, on a, I have these rough landings. I have to work on my landing. So that's a rough one. But um, I want to thank you so much for being here with us, Rhonda. And I have, I just have so much to talk to you about um, on our part two. So I look forward to talking to you um, again shortly and and getting the rest of the story. So thank you for being here. It's such an honor to spend this time with you. Well, thank you so very much for having me. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Oh, awesome. Awesome. And to all of the listeners, thank you so much for being here. Be sure to check out the show notes so you can get in on the special offer with um, Jeremy's book. And then be sure to join us next week to hear part two of Rhonda's story. Until then, take good care. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.